Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Blonde, Brunette, and Confused, the podcast where we share stories, unsolicited advice, and conversations about life as college students. For those of you who may be new or need a reminder, I'm Bella, the blonde one. I'm Lauren, the brunette one. And I'm Hannah, the confused one, who is also sick and is why I sound like this. (laughs) (laughs) To start off this episode, I just wanted to share a quick little fun story, which you two have heard a lot, but the (laughs) audience has not heard, so I'm going to share. A year ago today, I visited Hofstra for the very first time, and then this morning, I volunteered at the same event for new students. So it's it's crazy to think that I went from not knowing at all what I was doing to somehow people thinking I had the authority to like give them <laughs> advice a year later. And so that's kind of the topic for this episode, is we've all gone through so much this year. We've made a lot of mistakes. We've Uh, had a lot of triumphs and so we want you to learn from those mistakes and not make the same mistakes that we did so we have kind of a list of things we wish we had known and we're just gonna bounce around and share our advice (laughs) and you can take it you cannot take it but we're gonna give it to you regardless yeah (laughs) the first one is definitely if like Do not buy your books early. That is like the biggest thing that I will say because it is such a waste of money. Do not buy your books like ahead of time when like you get the email saying you should. Buy them after like the first or second class so you know if you need them or not. And definitely don't buy them from the bookstore unless you have to. But like don't buy them from the bookstore. Go like on Amazon or Chegg or something to try to get like an ebook or like get something cheaper or something like that. I know I definitely made that mistake first semester and spent like three hundred dollars on books, which I did not need to do. Also, once you get to be in your second semester, see who you know has taken the classes you're gonna take. For like, for example, the legal textbook, Lauren got my boyfriend's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's cheaper. And she then gave all- it to me for free, though. But yeah, still. <laughs> then you so might be able to get it cheaper. Exactly. Free is a lot cheaper than however much yeah, it I was, spent on it. Yeah, it was like one something. It <laughs> yeah. was bad. So. And if you're Thanks, Mike. in the same class as someone, see if you can share a textbook mm-hmm. if you do need it. Hannah was very gracious enough to share our IT textbook I with me. Which... <laughs> Uh, was a textbook we actually ended up needing. Yeah. But, and teachers try to scare you into thinking you're going to need it. Oh, absolutely. So really spend the time and see how much you're going to miss without it because I had one teacher, he was like, you need to get it as soon as possible. We have not touched it yet. Uh, I'm happy that I didn't take his bait. And um, definitely if you, like, same with, like, professors, but, like, go on rate my professor for, like, the class you're taking and the professor you're taking because they also say there, like, on um, everybody's reviews, they, like, say if you use the textbook or if you don't or anything. Or, again, ask people that have taken the class before and if they didn't use it, then just, like, you don't need to buy it. Like, be smart about it. Rate my <laughs> professor is a really great resource to see the general consensus about whether a teacher is good or not. I definitely would say take it with a grain of salt Mm -hmm. because some people could just be upset that they didn't do the work and their teacher called them out on it. If it's all, you know, red frowny faces or whatever, that might be a good indicator that you should find somebody else uh, when you're registering for classes. So Another thing we noticed is freshman year, there's a period where everybody is trying to get to know each other, but then slowly people just 
decide to stop talking to each other. Did you notice this? Absolutely. Like, my IT class and my band class, like, it's literally, like, 70 people. And, like, our legal class is so big, even though a lot of people don't show up. But still, it's, like... Only half the class comes. Yeah. (laughs) Unless it's just a test. But that's it. But literally, there's so many people there. But, like, nobody talks to each other. Like, in the beginning, even. Like, no one was, like, talking to each other. I think because... mainly they found their friends in like their house or their Mm -hmm. dorm or whatever and then they like stuck with them during classes and so Mm -hmm. they only talked to like one or two people so you don't like branch out when you're in class to be fair we also do that but we recognize that we shouldn't yeah yeah capitalize on that first semester when everyone's trying to get to know each other because that's prime time when people aren't going to be like why is this chick trying to talk to me i just want to drink my duncan and like (laughs) browse instagram yeah me that i'm talking about myself i love Um, but also if you don't make friends within that first semester don't fret people are still super nice join clubs absolutely join clubs even if you don't think, oh, the chess club, I don't know, that's the only thing I think of. But you'd be like, oh, like the chess club, I don't seem to be like, I don't think that's going to be for me. But like, try it still. Like, try it and you actually might like have like a lot of fun. Even Unless though, like, you hate chess, then don't join that's the true. chess yeah. Like, don't join things that you know you're going to hate. But like, <laughs> if you're just like, oh, I don't know if that's going to be my thing, just still try it because you can always, it's kind of like our last episode mm-hmm. when we talked about like choosing your college. Like, you're not married to it. You can definitely mm-hmm. leave. You can definitely change. Oh, yeah. Lauren is in a club that I also signed up for and went to zero of the meetings. So, mm-hmm. like, you can go and love it, or you can just not go. Yeah. And then I finally removed myself from their email list. That's so smart. Because at the club fair, put your email down for whatever. Because it's not a binding contract. It's not, they're not expecting you to go to meetings. They're just looking for people who are interested. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. do it. Send it. That's uh, like the lesson of college. Send it. Send it for everything. Another great thing about clubs is it's a cool way to meet upperclassmen on campus because they have all the inside scoop Mm -hmm. about how to survive on your particular campus. So you should definitely capitalize on that resource and reach out to upperclassmen and see if they have advice on how to survive your particular university. Yeah, and like also making friends wise too. Like you don't have to make friends with people that are just in your class. Like I know I have like a lot of friends who are um, older than me. That's also because of the sorority. But like like I have mm-hmm. a lot of friends who are older than me, and it's like even though it sucks when they graduate, but it also like helps you get involved more too. Just like knowing more people who are like more diverse in what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Our first month, we had one upperclassman friend, and we Facetimed her when we got lost. Jenna. She's our mom. So Jenna, if you're listening, thank you for mothering us through. So you find your mom. Another thing that's really important to keep in mind is you're going to be watching the social medias of all of your other friends from back home. Keep in mind that social media is a highlights reel. So if you're seeing friends that are going out and doing amazing things and it looks like they're never in class and because they're always going out and adventuring, just know that they're probably struggling too. You're not alone. Mm -hmm. It's not like you're having a lesser experience or anything. That's what a Finsta is for, is telling is how stressed you are. I like how you said highlights real because I like Mm -hmm. it's really true that it just like shows the best parts of your life. So um, same with like, I don't know, it's a little off topic, but kind of like celebrities. They always like show like the best part, but like it's, it would probably be like really hard, like paparazzi wise and like not having any privacy and all those things. So like it just shows like 
your life may look mm-hmm. perfect, but it definitely Everybody's isn't. going through the same things. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. Except my dog. Her Instagram shows her life being perfect, and it is. <laughs> <laughs> so with the exception of Hannah's cute, cute animal, we yeah. love Daisy. Um, um, you should make sure that you have fun all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, again, school comes first, but, like, after that is, like, your activities and your clubs and, like, your friends and really make the most of it because even though, like, I know a lot of people said, like, high school is the best years of your life. That's, like, so not true. College <laughs> is the best years of your life and you really should, like, it's the basis of the rest of your life. So you should really make the most of it and, like, not be so stressed out all the time, like, worrying about work. Like, just, you really have to just time manage and, like, have a good balance of school and fun. For fun, definitely take advantage of the free things offered on campus True. because this is college and no one has any money. Mm-hmm. So Belle and mm-hmm. I went to a movie on campus last weekend. We're going to a different one tonight. Talking about classes, <laughs> a lot goes into scheduling classes. First of all, the most important thing is be honest with yourself. So for example, two people in our lives Hannah and our friend John, who we've mentioned. Hannah has a schedule where she gets up. You know, I'm sure you can talk more about this, but (laughs) you get up and you're done with classes by 10. John doesn't get out of bed until, like, he wants to sleep in as long as possible. Mm -hmm. They couldn't fit on the same schedule, and neither one is right, you know? Yeah, it's definitely about what works best for you. Because, I mean, I personally wake up pretty early in the morning, Specifically because at home, if I don't, my dog barks at me and hits me with her paws. Oh, my God. God. If I were to have that kind of schedule, I feel like I would just kind of wake up and sit there. Mm -hmm. So I like to get up early and then be done kind of early. But if John did that, he would never go to class. Yeah, like he, you have like a five-day actual schedule. And he has like Monday and Wednesday, he has four classes. And Tuesday, Thursday, he has one class. And it's Mm -hmm. at 6.30 p.m. So like he just sleeps till literally five until he has to go to class. And he has no Friday classes. So like that's the best part about college. You get to build your own schedule. And so you need to make it work for you. Don't try and fit into whatever you think you should do. Mm -hmm. And also don't necessarily avoid classes that don't associate with your major. I personally have gotten a lot out of taking the liberal arts classes, so you don't have to be all, ugh. Writing has nothing to do with being an entrepreneurship major. I hate that I have to take it. You can get a lot out of those classes. Mm -hmm. Or like John again, Mm because we just really love John. He took an art history class last semester, and now he's thinking about making it his minor, Mm -hmm. which it doesn't really have anything to do with his major, but he really likes it. And he fit it into his schedule, so why not? Yeah, and it's really easy to make, like, a minor, especially somewhere um, where it's a liberal campus where, like, there's a lot of classes that you could take that will still count, like, towards your degree, like, distribution classes. Like, my improv class counts towards my marketing major. Like, that doesn't make sense. (laughs) But, like, it's appreciation and analysis class, so it, like, still counts. So, and now drama is my minor. So, like, (laughs) you can really make it work for you. Like, it doesn't always have to, like, I don't have to take marketing classes all four years. Another thing is you're not married to your major. It's so easy to change. And you should if you find something you like better. Oh, yeah. Like, my boyfriend was marketing? Yes. (laughs) Yeah, I knew that. Well, now he's legal studies because he took a law class and it brings him more joy than I do. So, 
And my boyfriend, Seth, he was an accounting major and he switched to finance because he took an accounting class and realized he hates it. But you can change <laughs> however many times you want. Mm -hmm. Just make sure by the time you're like maybe junior year, you kind of have it figured out because mm -hmm. otherwise you are definitely not graduating in like four years. Yeah, so. But freshman, sophomore year, especially if you're within the same like category of degrees like business degrees mm -hmm. you've mostly taken the introductory classes you'd have to take anyways so it's super easy to switch like if I switch my major right now I've literally taken none of the marketing classes yet so it would not matter at all another thing that I would recommend is when you get your class schedule walk your classes at least the first time walk to see where all the buildings are beforehand just to give yourself that sense of confidence going into it I know that we did that and I found it helpful just to know even if you can't memorize the route you know generally where the buildings are and also look to see if your campus is on Google Maps mm -hmm. because our mm -hmm. campus is on Google Maps and you can type in a specific building and it'll give you walking instructions within campus which was a lifesaver my first couple weeks yeah absolutely because I know my second semester I didn't really have to walk my classes because you know where everything is so it's a lot easier after your first semester something that's also important to note is about parties first of all they aren't a requirement you don't need to be a party animal to get a lot out of college like don't think that you need to go to them don't think that you have to be involved in that scene and also don't think you have to dress up crazy to go to parties we show Absolutely. up in t-shirts and jeans and so do the majority of other students mm -hmm. so obviously feel cute and confident but don't think you need to go out and buy a whole new party wardrobe or whatever like there's always a theme to parties too and you do not have to do that. Like, you never have to do it. Like, just show up in, like, sweatpants or, like, again, like, jeans or something. Like, if theme is pirates and you don't have anything for that, just, like, throw you on. You don't have a spare pirate hat? Oh, <laughs> no. Lauren, Lauren, I know. I need to get do. one. <laughs> People only do the theme if they, like, just have that something lying around. Like, you really don't have to. And also, Google the questions to your homework. <laughs> now, I have homework assignments that are online using the textbook's website. Mm -hmm. I do the, the homework assignment myself, but it does impact my grade. So I'll copy and paste a question, look at it online, I find the Quizlet, I double check that my answer is correct, and then I submit it. So if you're really struggling and you want to learn from your experience without negatively impacting your grade, just go for it. Just try it. It might be helpful. It's very helpful. Yeah, None and of my homework questions are available online, so oh. Bella just watches me cry while I try and figure out the answer. It can be tough, especially when some teachers are nice. So if you want to learn from your mistakes without getting hurt, I would definitely recommend double-checking your answers online. Something else that I think um, maybe Lauren wants to talk about is reading the fine print of your dining plan and choosing a dining plan wisely. I don't know if you want to uh, describe um, the experience that Hofstra has put us through. Yeah, but so you have like multiple dining plans. Like I know a lot of schools do it differently, but for ours specifically, you have one specific dining plan, whether it's like 2300, 2500, or like down to like 900 a semester or anything like that. But me thinking I eat more than I think I do. When I do eat, it's also like really bad food. Anyway, <laughs> I chose like the 2500 dining plan. So I'm like, oh, that seems like 
a reasonable amount of money. And then I literally got to the end of last semester and I had 800 left and I'm like, what do I do? I do not know what to do. And so we have somewhere on our campus called Dutch and it's pretty much just like a grocery store and you can use your meal points on it. So I just took all my friends to Dutch up like <laughs> two or three times and I'm just like, go crazy. I will buy your entire thing. And I still ended with 300, which carried over um, to next semester, which meant I started with 2,800. I've been I've been kind of blowing through it. I'm still at 1,000, and we have a month left, so <laughs> we'll, we'll see. Definitely look into how often your meal points roll over. Do they roll over for all four years? Do you just lose the money if you don't spend it? And then also see if you can add more money continuously, because mm-hmm. if that's the case, then why not choose the smaller plan if you can just add more money later because you have no idea how much you're going to spend that's um a very good point because that's what i'm doing now next semester i'm doing the two thousand dollar plan because you can literally you can add on money whenever you need to so like definitely do the cheaper option if that is if adding on is an option for you i do know like at my friend's school you have like three swipes a day Mm -hmm. and you can get as much food as you want but you have like three swipes a day like one breakfast lunch and dinner and you have to do in specific times of the day because the breakfast swipe is only good till 9 a.m so if you want breakfast you have to get breakfast before 9 a.m and i'm like i would just miss my breakfast swipe all the Mm -hmm. time and you can't get it back so like don't base obviously your school choice on that but like Consider it. Consider it. That's like a good. If it has swipes, that might be a little more difficult for you. If you like, one of the don't get up. Schools no. I toured at was like a swipe based thing, but you got two a day, and they were like, "Yeah, we're breaking on the idea that most students only eat twice a day." And I was like, "I would die." <laughs> Not mm-hmm. me. I have friends where it's the same system as us, but they allocate the amount of points or swipes you can spend weekly instead of semester, so they budget it out for you, which is a really crazy idea to me Mm -hmm. because some weeks you run low some weeks you run high and I remember I visited a friend and they had to save up their weekly dining points from the week before to have them roll over so they could spend money on me when I was visiting them which is so crazy (laughs) dining plans are insane so read the fine print ladies and gentlemen yes please do and like again underestimate how much food you'll eat if you can Mm -hmm. add on please We'll you save can't you money. Add on, overestimate. True. Yeah. Yes. Do that too. Yeah. We just don't want you to lose your money at the end of the semester because you didn't eat five meals a day or however much they five try and meals a day. The school will <laughs> try to coffee. tell you. The school will try to say, "Oh, you really, really need that middle plan." But do you? Also, <laughs> if your dining points works like ours. Um, the RAs have a specific dining plan, and they all run out of money, like, within a month. So if you have a lot, buy your RA food, and then your RA will like you. Yes, very true. Being nice to your RA is also a super important thing. Be nice to them. They're college kids, too. They are p- your peers, and if you're nice to them, they'll be nice to you. Here's a big thing. When you move into your dorm, buy a mattress pad. <laughs> oh, my God, yes. I didn't for the first month. I couldn't sleep. Bella's bed was so bad. It was so bad. Buy a mattress pad. Yes, please. Like, I bought what? Like, what is yours? four inch mine's four inches yeah mine's three inches yours is like around three or two three or something literally at least by like a three inch (laughs) mine's four inches and i have like a cotton thing on top and my bed's the best just yeah her bed is so comfortable so literally especially if your bed squeaks because Mm -hmm. that's so bad it just it muffles the squeaks if you get a mattress pad so that's my biggest thing get one please it will help you sleep at night Mm mm-hmm 
It'll change your life. Yeah, no, dorm mattresses without a mattress pad are terrible. Also, if you go on Amazon, you can just get one mailed to you instead of having to, like, carry this big mattress pad, Mm -hmm. which, I mean, I had mine delivered to my house for some reason, (laughs) so I received it and then brought it to New York. (laughs) Yeah, I did the same thing. And speaking of dorm things and how to get them and what to get, our next episode is going to be all about that, so you should definitely tune in for episode four to hear all about more insight on dorm things and how to get them to your room and all that good advice. So I think the biggest like takeaways you should probably get from this is one, buy a mattress pad. <laughs> um, second of all, please get involved when you go to school. It is it is completely worthwhile and you will make a lot of friends from it. Don't buy your textbooks early. Please don't. Wait for like your first class or see if you use them or ask a friend or anything like that. Or you might be able to get it from a friend if they um, had that class earlier. Be nice to RA. It'll it'll make your life easier throughout the semester. And you can take any class that you want, honestly. It it might end up being your minor. It might not. But you will definitely have a lot of fun. And it will make your college experience worthwhile to get those different types of skills. So those, I think, are the biggest takeaways. To stay up to date on new episodes and look behind the scenes, follow us at BBNC Pod on all social medias, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, even Pinterest. <laughs> it's also a great place to contact us. Let us know what you think and give us topics you want to discuss. Finally, share our podcast with anyone you think may be interested. Thank you so much for listening. You're all shining stars. <laughs>